Hey, this is Laura and you're listening to Expand. Welcome back, love. Let's get into it. One of the most difficult shifts a coach can make in their career is when they begin to shift away from pre-planning their sessions or pre-anticipating what the experience is that they hope to create for their clients or what it is they hope to leave them with at the end of a session with the experience of being present with your client without pre-planning anything and really just beginning to trust in your capacity to meet them in their current experience and guide them forward from that place, whatever that happens to be. The first feels far more predictable, controllable, safe, familiar, and comfortable. It's the one that we're traditionally trained to operate from. We're given rules as a coach, like send check-in forms ahead of time and make sure they submit them before their coaching calls so you can review them and, and prepare ahead of time. And, and we're, we're taught that we should be problem solving ahead of time and, and coming up with solutions for the blocks that they're facing so that we, when we get on that call, we have ideas for them and we have knowledge for them and, and action steps for them to motivate them, to move them forward. Right. And although elements of that are great and have their place, the problem with operating in that way is it actually blocks you from witnessing the subtleties in the experience your client is having with you. I want to explore this a little bit more. So have you ever had a moment in session with a client where you offered them something, whether it was a piece of advice or an action step that you asked them if they felt comfortable taking that week and they said yes or they agreed with you but there was just this sense of them saying yes because it's what they think you want them to say or them agreeing with you to simply diffuse any friction that disagreeing with you could create or maybe you sense this subtle pulling away or a subtle closing off, a subtle shutting down, but there wasn't anything verbally being offered to you to confirm your suspicions. So you kind of just moved on from that. You ignored your gut instinct around it because if you were to acknowledge it, what would that mean? You know, you come to the you come to the call with a handful of solutions, and if they aren't open to that, where do we go from there? Kind of a thing, right? It can feel really unsettling when when we sense that a client is disengaging, but if our suspicions are true, we don't know what to do about it. So often, because we're not trained on how to navigate these scenarios, we just ignore them. It's a really innocent way of keeping ourselves safe. Honestly, it's it's nothing to shame or judge most of us do this myself included for many years like if i sensed that a client was uncomfortable or disengaged but they were verbally confirming to me that they were going to do the thing or that they were happy with their results or with me then i took that at face value and i just chose to believe that instead of investigating further the problem with this is the the changes that they actually need to make are hidden beneath those subtleties so in a session, when you're offering a client a perspective or an action step or a piece of information and you feel them pull away or shut down, or maybe there's this sense of like them starting to get defensive or angry or judgmental, 
or even just irritated a little bit um, or just overly agreeable, but not believably agreeable. Like there's just this energy behind their agreeability that you're questioning. Underneath that is the exact same pattern that's happening in the rest of their life when things aren't going the way that they want or expect. It's just when they're not in a position of facing someone who they perceive to be an authority figure to them, someone in a position of power, that is when they abandon themselves and reach for their coping mechanism, whether it's food or social media or online shopping or whatever that is for them. Okay, so it's really important in these moments to catch those subtleties and pull them to the surface because that's just a very teeny glimpse into the beginning of a pattern that's playing out to completion in the rest of their life without you present. And if we can catch it in that moment and hold them in that experience and disarm the power that that pattern, that unconscious pattern has over them, very slowly with time, we begin to create new patterns where they can feel safe to look at the discomfort that's coming up, why they don't feel comfortable doing the action step that you ask them to do, or why that activates some a fight response in them where they're getting defensive or trying to self-protect in that way, pushing back against you, arguing with you, or a flight response where they're, they're shrinking away or they're keeping themselves at arm's length from you. Right? They're, too, they're, they're afraid to get too close to you. They keep you at arm's length. They don't truly allow you to, to get in. That's when you're getting like those short answers, the I don't knows, the yeps, the sures, the head nods, but you're not actually getting any meat, any juice to work with to really understand who they are or what they need. Okay, This is happening in the rest of their life with other people. It's important to recognize here that from a position of power, you have influence over how they're engaging in that moment with you that is creating a cascade effect in the rest of their life. So by standing in a position of power, you have to understand that everyone has a pre-existing relationship with power dynamics, with authority figures in their life. We all have one. It was established as a child, our very first power figures, authority figures were our parents, were our caregivers. And depending on how we related to those authority figures in, in um, infancy and adolescence will determine how your clients are relating to you now. So if something is offered to them that they don't agree with or challenges a belief system that they have or activates a pattern in them because it's directly challenging who they believe they are or what makes them feel comfortable, as so many of these changes will, right? We can't create change without also meeting discomfort at the same time. They will unconsciously react to you as that power figure, as that authority figure in a predetermined way. And if we can, in that moment, hold them in that experience, and offer them space to really look at the way that they're reacting, what's happening under the surface that they may not even know is happening. They may not even be aware of it happens so un automatically, so unconsciously. The gift in that 
is that we're giving them agency back. We're giving them self-trust back. We're giving them sovereignty over the choices that they're making in their life. And by, by giving them that gift of pausing and understanding how they're responding to us, to what it is we're asking of them or offering them, and inviting them in to engage in that conversation differently, instead of just blowing past it or ignoring those subtleties, now when they're in the rest of their life, whether they're by themselves and they're in a conversation in their head or they're getting activated by other people in their life, the things that they're doing or not doing, now they have a lived experience with you of slowing down, being in the experience of discomfort that's arising and choosing to hold that differently, to be with themselves differently in it so that they can actually become aware of what's happening in that moment and choose differently if they feel available to. It's really about slowing everything down in a moment that, that they would rather speed up and move past as quickly as possible. Okay, so these little moments in session that we are so used to just blowing past and, and pretending they're not happening, or maybe we're making it up in our head, maybe like maybe something's there, but they're not saying anything. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with it. They're saying yes, so we're just gonna take that at face value. And it's a yes, I guess. So we'll see what happens. And then we cross our fingers and we hope for the best, but we know deep down that they're not gonna do the thing. They're not going to hold themselves accountable to that thing. And they were really just being influenced by the power that they perceived we have over them. Right, slowing down in that moment and neutralizing that power and giving that power back to them so that they don't operate in this moment and in the rest of their life from a place of powerlessness. This is huge. This is huge. It's, it's also uncomfortable for you because it requires you to be open to the truth that maybe they don't want to do the thing that you're suggesting. Maybe their truth is that they have no desire to engage in the action step that you offered. Maybe their truth is that they aren't happy with you as their coach in that moment. Maybe their truth is that they're really frustrated with their results. Maybe their truth is that they wish things were happening faster for them. Maybe their truth is that they're judging their body for not responding in the way that they wish it would. Maybe their truth is that they have all of this other shit happening in their life that they didn't want to tell you about because they didn't want to bring that into session and bring the session down or be really negative. But those things are affecting their ability to be consistent in, in what you're asking them to do. We have to feel comfortable to hold whatever is going to come up on the other side of that investigation, on the other side of that slowing down and the invitation to look at what's there. The tricky part about that is most often we end up making ourselves responsible for what comes through. We make ourselves responsible for making them feel better about the hard thing that they're consumed with in that moment, that they can't be fully present with you because this is happening 
in the background sort of playing on repeat in their mind or or the really uncomfortable conversation they need to have about how they regret hiring you or they aren't happy with the plan you have them on or or whatever it is like that that stuff doesn't feel good to hold and when something feels uncomfortable we are so trained we are so trained to fix everything we're taught from the moment we decide we want to be a coach is that there is a a numerical scientific solution to figure it out but that belief is so toxic at the same time because that belief perpetuates the idea that everyone has access to the same level of breakthrough and transformation so long as they want it bad enough or they work hard enough. It completely negates the, the neurodiversity that's present in your clients. It, it negates the lived experiences of the individual. It negates the fact that everyone has lived a very different life and is coming to the table with very unique belief systems, patterns, and survival responses. Okay, so when we are in this position of holding something that doesn't feel comfortable to hold and look at, and we are hardwired to fix it or make it better or make them feel better or try and get them to a place in this session where they feel good about us about the plan that we're on about the path that we're walking about the results that they're seeing please understand that that desire for goodness in that moment is purely egoic that's coming from the place of you being uncomfortable with the fact that they're uncomfortable and fixing what's coming through from a place of honesty in a moment that you ask them to slow down and look at what was really there is actually reinforcing the shame spiral that was keeping those parts hidden in the first place. Right? When someone shares something vulnerable with you, the last thing we want to do is meet that with a fix. Because what that unconsciously says is that it's not okay to feel that way. We need to make it better so that you can fill in the blank. When really the truth of it is, is it is absolutely okay to feel however they're feeling, to meet whatever it is that's coming up, whether it's massively uncomfortable or not, and instead of trying to get rid of it, embracing it and making it a part of who they are in this current moment. Right? The reality is, is whether you resist it or you embrace it, it's there. And the only thing that fixing it or problem solving around it or trying to get past it or move on from it or feel better does is it makes you feel better it actually makes their situation worse. Okay, so in this moment, you have to understand your unconscious drive to merge with your client and make yourself responsible for fixing the thing that they're bringing to the table. The undercurrent of this is a belief that they aren't resilient enough to fix it, resilient enough to fix it themselves. 
that they need you to save them, that it's your job and they've paid you to make them feel good in their life. That if they do the things you say and they work hard enough, then they will be able to get to a place where they feel good, happy, fulfilled. That's not necessarily true. Okay, we need to shift our perspective away from let me make myself responsible for the thing that you just shared with me to let me trust in your innate resilience. Let me trust that if we can create the right circumstances, the right environment for you to feel safe to look at these parts of yourself without judgment and without shame and without trying to rush through them or fix them or make them go away, then we can actually experience a softening around them and an opening to new perspectives, new choices, new ways forward that weren't available a minute ago from a place of grip and shame and self-judgment. Something really beautiful happens in that moment. This is when we aren't responsible for coming up with the solution and our clients start coming up with solutions for themselves. They start to become resourceful. They start to think creatively. They can start to think more rationally. Right? I think that it's the dream to work with a client who comes to the table with their own ideas, their own solutions, their own perspective shifts, where they're just so open to shifting the way that they're thinking or behaving in their life that every call we get on, they're, they're aware of what's happening and they're engaging in a deeper conversation with you. Right? They're sharing vulnerably and they're inviting in your perspective and they're open to your perspective. They're not shutting down or running away from it or just agreeing with you because they know that that's what you want them to do and they want to belong with you. They want you to, to love them, to accept them. That's the dream, right? And the reality is, is it's possible to create a relationship dynamic with every client that feels that way, but it requires us to slow ourselves down for long enough to notice the subtleties occurring, to witness our power dynamics at play, to offer a space for them to be inside of that relationship differently and to open themselves up to seeing what's really happening with a new level of awareness so that they can begin to also see new perspectives that we offer them or they offer themselves, new ways forward that weren't available for them. Okay, this takes immense courage and patience and compassion and a recognition that your role in these moments is evolving from coach to space holder, to guide, to leader, to co-creator, co-collaborator, right? I think that our industry does a really poor job of igniting the part of us that doesn't need to be the one in control. There's a part of us that always desires control that's innate in every human being. Control, feeling certain, secure, safe, 
it's a very wise part of us, but there's also a part of us that we don't flex the muscle of as much as we should. And it's, it's that part of us that's comfortable in the uncertainty, in the lack of control, in the surrender, in the, in the acceptance of what is without needing to move on from what is in order to know that we're okay. And so there's this dual awareness that needs to happen in these moments. It's like a one eye in, one eye out sort of experience where you're both aware of what your client is experiencing, what it is that they're stuck in, the loops that they're stuck in, the patterns that they're stuck in, the emotions that they're experiencing or or sharing with you that they're experiencing, and then one eye into your own experience. How are you getting activated in this? Where are you wanting to jump in and fix? Where are you making yourself responsible for their experience and trying to control what that is? How are you allowing this predetermined power dynamic to govern the relationship that you have with this client? Are you allowing them to just agree with you because they want to make you happy because that makes your ego feel good and you don't know what to do otherwise or are you tiptoeing into a really vulnerable hard conversation with them around what you're seeing and shattering that power dynamic so that they can be infused with power themselves right this is an art form practicing that dual awareness takes patience and time and a willingness to hold both at the same time and in a moment where you feel yourself becoming dysregulated, I think I'll do a separate episode on this. When, in a moment that you feel yourself becoming dysregulated, getting activated, triggered, defensive, wanting to prove your point or make them see things your way or just get them through a really uncomfortable moment or an excuse that they're bringing up that feels ridiculous to you, but to them is very real. It's more important that you attune to your own experience in that moment and regulate yourself so that you can come back to a place where they have the ability to regulate to you. If you're dysregulated, if you're in chaos and your client is in chaos, now you're just two egos at battle. Right? I think it's, it's more comfortable for us to stay in that egoic place because that's where we lived, have lived most of our lives. It takes a truly embodied practitioner to recognize when their experience is becoming dysregulated and have the tools to come back into themselves. So to help you with this, I have a free resource for you. It's called Power Questions. It's going to be linked up in the show notes. And it's such an incredible resource because it's, it's basically outlining the three most common coaching scenarios that we run into that are very similar to this. Okay, a scenario where clients are struggling with adherence and motivation, a scenario where clients are really struggling with rushing the process, and the scenario where clients are struggling to open up to you or be vulnerable with you. These are the broad stroke scenarios, and there are so many nuances and contextual elements that will come up against in session that don't on the surface necessarily fit into these but when you look beneath the surface at to what's actually happening with your client every scenario i've ever ran into over in over a decade and every scenario i've ever 
guided my students to navigate with their clients fits into one of these three. So inside of these resources, I'm gonna share with you how to witness on the surface when a client is falling into this pattern, what's actually happening under the surface with their client in an unconscious way, what your role is in this moment. And then I'm wrapping all of that up with a power flow. This is a really beautiful sequence of exploration for you to take what feels good and apply it to whatever situation that you're finding yourself in so that you can guide your clients to slow down, to look at what's happening under the surface. And you have language now to use in those moments to make sense of it and create safety around it for them to be in that experience with you. Okay, this is such a beautiful approach because it's not a script you follow so much as a guide to understanding what's actually happening and how to meet your client inside of that without feeling locked into needing to get it right or be perfect. This is art, right? This is like your interpretation of this, your unique approach to this, the way that you uniquely integrate this into your work is exactly what needs to happen. Okay, so again, it's gonna be linked up in the show notes for you. Make sure you grab a copy and give it a read through. It's entirely free and it's here to support you in the most difficult coaching moments you'll come up against so that you can feel truly confident in breaking free from the traditional mold and being the safe space for your clients. This is such a gift that you offer the world to be able to see where we are operating unconsciously and starting to break that up and open our aperture for a deeper experience with ourselves and with them because in doing so you also then instill into them a deeper capacity to be in their experience of life with more intensity and i think that at the end of the day that's just what we're all chasing it doesn't matter what their goals are what they're really seeking is more aliveness in their life they're seeking more connection to themselves more connection to the world and this is a really integral part of being able to do that. So I hope you love it. I hope it changes so much for you. And I would love to hear what your experience is once you give it a try. I'll see you next time.